Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us on this day. Today is Martin Luther King Day 2021, and what a time it is to be alive. We're so very grateful that you've taken time out to join us on this morning's broadcast of Down to Earth. My name is Harriet Kamak. I'm the host. And for more information, you can go to our website, HarrietKamak.com, as well as visit our platform on any uh, podcast uh, station, and there are several of them. But today it has come and it's glaringly obvious to all of us that the riots at the Capitol, which is going on this Wednesday, will be two weeks, did not just happen in a vacuum. It is momentously clear and glaringly clear, for instance, that this was done at the behest and under the supervision of the Republican Party. It's kind of like one of those things that happen when you're in the midst of a trauma, you don't see all the angles of it until you're out of it. So when it happened, we were all traumatized, scared out of our wits, and terrified at the ramifications of what could have happened, and also what if something happens again. And so as we emerge from it and move away from it, we begin to realize that there is a lot more to this than we first realized. Obviously, one of the things that is shoot from this is the fact that the extremists, the violent extremists, the domestic terrorists who brought this action, obviously have wild intentions of doing it at every state capital, and there are 50 of them. So every state capital has been on lockdown. In fact, here in Lansing, Michigan, I live in Michigan, and in Lansing, Michigan, Yesterday, a few demonstrators did show up at the Capitol, but they were outnumbered by the number of police present. That doesn't mean that they're going to run away and hide back in the hills. It's kind of like we let the genie out of the box and you can't bring it back in. I just want to say this morning that the Republican Party is responsible for the January 6th riots and the eschewing and the events that have happened since then it squarely falls at the feet of the Republican Party. They did this, and they need to own it. And the way they're going to own it is not just stop calling for healing, Lindsey Graham. You don't call for healing after you have done great damage. We're worth your voice in calling for healing during the summer of the George Floyd protest when the same president who incited the riot on January 6th ordered federal officers to shoot on Black Lives Matter protesters. Where was your voice then, Lindsey Graham, in calling for healing? Did you call for healing then? Or did you stand there with Donald Trump and authorize that federal officers shoot on Black Lives Matter protesters? I just want to know, what's the story about calling for healing? Healing what? What are we healing? Why are we healing if we're healing because something went wrong? We're healing. When you ask someone, let's heal, it's because you know you did something wrong. In my experience, it has become glaringly obvious. Anytime somebody does something, they're the first ones to call for healing. 
So Lindsey Graham, sit down because you hung out with this guy. The day after the riots, you rode with him on Air Force One. And you were in the Capitol building when the storming mob went into the Capitol intending to sacrifice every life that was in there. All 435 members of the House, 100 senators, plus the vice president of the United States was in there. And all their staff, everybody was going to be sacrificed, including you, Lindsey Graham. And now you're calling for healing. The Republican Party is responsible for the January 6th insurgency. You need to own it. You created this. When Barack Obama was elected president in 2008, under your racist regime, you decided that there was not going to be a black president. You decided that you and Mitch McConnell squarely decided that Barack Obama was going to be a one-term president. Guess what happened? He wasn't. You blocked every legislation that he could bring. You blocked it all just to frustrate him. You created the environment for Donald Trump to proliferate. Donald Trump has now become the, became the president because you fed that movement of racism. You own it. Own it. There is nobody in the Republican Party who can say you haven't. You have broken. As a matter of fact, because of your radicalism and your far-rightism, you've broken the Republican Party. Continuing to appeal to extremists has broken the Republican Party. That now the Republican Party is broken into moderates or some people just didn't vote Republican at all. You've broken the Republican Party. You're no longer a party of conservatism. What conservatism? Conservatives don't storm the Capitol. Conservatives don't stand up and bring out guns and call for hanging the vice president. That's not conservatism. You broke the Republican Party. Now sit down and watch some real president act. Sit down and stop calling for healing because that's not how healing takes place. You're calling for healing because you're embarrassed. No, Donald Trump needs to be impeached. Why? Because he cannot hold public office again. He should be indicted so he will never, neither him nor his family members will ever hold public office. Might I remind you that it is on record that on January 6th, Donald Trump's son said, this is no longer the Republican Party. This is the Republican Party of Trump. That's what he said. If that does not shake you, then I don't know what will. Shortly after that, Donald Trump encouraged a mob to walk down to the Capitol, walk down to the Capitol, and fight for democracy. Rudy Giuliani told them to go fight for combat. It should be live combat. I want to show you how divisive this is because all of us who are in the country are looking at with our hands crossed across our chest like, wow, where was this energy? During the summer protests after George Floyd was brutally murdered, was brutalized by a police officer, and the same Republican Party said, blue lives matter. Blue lives matter. Sure they do. Your party, your extremists, your members, the Republican Party, beat police officers right before our very eyes on camera with the American flag. 
with the flag, you beat police officers. I want you to sit back and say, wow. Let me tell you why the Republican Party is responsible. The Republican Party is responsible because you created Donald Trump. When Barack Obama was elected president, you probably thought because he was charismatic. So you found yourself a leader who is equally as charismatic as, as, as Barack Obama. And you found one in Donald Trump. He was not vetted. You saw him as a businessman. Businessman, is, he's a failed businessman. He's filed for bankruptcy more than six times. Married three times. He has five children with three different women. But you are the party of conservatism, aren't you? But you elected, you surrounded yourself with a man who has been married three times, has five children with three different women. But you like to tell other people how bad they are. The Republican Party did this. Wherever Abraham Lincoln is right now, he's looking down, shaking his head in disbelief. So is Ronald Reagan. So is Father Bush. So are many of the other presidents. Like even Nixon is probably saying, I thought I was the worst president in American history. But here this guy came and knocked him out of the ballpark. All under the bastion of being Republican. Is this what Republicanism is? Oh, I thought you were the party of conservatism. So conservative, in fact, that when Donald Trump announced that he was going to keep children in cages, you never uttered a protest. Where was Mitch McConnell then? I remember Mitch McConnell in late October, two weeks before the election, saying that the president is going to have an appointee to the Supreme Court and rammed through a Supreme Court appointment that normally takes months. You rammed it through just because you wanted to secure what you considered your legacy and in the event that the elections had to be contested. And it became a contentious election, not because the voting systems were wrong, because the people who own the voting machines are suing everybody who claimed that. Not because they were rigged. You can't rig these elections. Not really. You can right? There are too many players involved for you to rig. You, you rig an election in a country where you have utter control. But if you don't have any control, it's kind of hard to rig. Let's just be clear. Let's be practical here. The country is divided into small towns and counties. For you to rig that election, you, gotta, <laughs> you have to send a virus to the, to, to the system like the Russians did in 2016. Even your own people who run the architecture of our, our, our internet had to come out and say, it can't happen and it won't happen. But you persisted. You allowed this man to persist in disclaiming the elections that you knew were not fraudulent. If the elections are fraudulent, can I just ask you a question? How come all of you want to stick to your post though? All the people running around saying the elections are fraudulent, you were all on the same ticket with Trump. So how come Trump is the only loser and you all didn't, uh, you all won? How come you're not contesting it then and saying, well, uh, I don't know, uh, I wasn't elected either because the elections were fraudulent. The Republican Party, what are you guys made of? Who is advising you? You, you make us all look bad. 
I cannot believe for the life of me. Some of the stuff that Donald Trump has done over the last four years, I think we are beyond being shocked. It's the rabid audacity of him thinking he could do it and get away with it. You know why? Because he had the full backing and support of the Republican establishment. All of you, you said, yes, you were desperate for power of the government because Mitt Romney did not deliver the win that you thought he would have. And in a lot of ways, I'm regretting that, but he was just the wrong time right after Obama. He should have ran again. I guess he did try, but here comes Donald Trump saying all the things that people wanted to hear. Donald Trump came out on a racist card, knowing that he would bring the fringe out of the hills because they were dissatisfied with the status quo. They were dissatisfied. What they really are upset about is the fact that the Republican Party continues to legislate in favor of the very rich, always passing tax reform in favor of the very rich. That's really what their problem is. But because they're white, they want to assume that they will never be left behind, that they will always be the ones who are in charge and have the power. So there was a black man who was president, and now there's a black woman who is going to be vice president. So everybody is up in arms and getting upset that, well, it seems like the power is being passed forward. The Republican Party should own this. I want you all to think about this. On January 6th is the day when traditionally, these are the kinds of stuff I learned during this election process about how the whole system works. I never knew. I didn't understand. I never. I just never knew about that. I didn't know that each state certified it, and it was a process. I, I never knew all of that. But we all had to learn about it because Donald Trump kept refusing to accept that he lost the election. He lost it because 80 million people voted against him. Can you all accept that? Yes, 75 million people voted for your guy, but 80 million voted for the other guy. That's why he won. It's it's clearly the numbers. Like, what are you not getting about this? So Trump lost because he lost. And because he has this outsized ego, he determined that he's going to contest it. And he made over $200 million. The Republican Party sat back and made Donald Trump use the false allegations of an election to make over $200 million in a war chest for him and his family. The Republican Party sat back. None of you stepped up to the plate and told Trump, stop lying. It's not good for the country. None of you did. Instead, what you did was you sat back and let it flow. And look what happened. You were all sitting in the Capitol when angry people stormed the Capitol, chased police officers so that they could say that they got into the Capitol and they were looking for Mike Pence. They had a noose with a cross out there waiting to put Pence on. I'm wondering this morning, how do you all feel? You supped with Donald Trump. You supped with Trump. You laughed with him at his crazy ideas of putting people in cages. You laughed with him when he said he was going to fill the Rio Grande with snakes and alligators to eat people swimming across. 
you laughed with him and supped with him when he decided to shoot on American citizens as they marched in protest. Where were their First Amendment rights then? Now you're going to pardon them? If you're going to pardon people, you need to pardon Black Lives protesters. That's how I see it. Pardon Black Lives BLM protesters. If you're going to pardon the people who went into the Capitol intending to do great bodily harm because they walked in with their weapons, they were asking for people, the leaders, the second in command of the U.S. government, the vice president, the third in command, the Speaker of the House, according to the Constitution. I know Trump thought that he could cheer up the Constitution. He thought that at one point he even said, didn't he say it, that he was going to be president for the next 12 years. He did say that, didn't he? Yeah. He had a plan. Where did he dream this plan up? With you all. Because in your lust and hunger for power, you didn't look at the vehicle that was bringing you this power. It never occurred to you that he was a bit unhinged. It never occurred to you looking at this man that his erratic behavior bespoke of something else, that there might be something mentally unbalanced. It never occurred to you that it was dangerous to give such an unhinged person the nuclear codes. We're all sitting ducks at this point. This dude does not plan to hand over the nuclear football on Wednesday. It could go to anybody else. He could hand it to North Korea. He could give it to anybody else. He doesn't care. He's going to step on a jet and fly to one of his mansions. I hope the very next day the federal officers go looking for him with, because there are indictments waiting for him. Why? Not because I get any pleasure out of it, but because there needs to be a precedent that this cannot happen anymore. That if someone in the future chooses to be like this, they must know that these are the consequences that they will face. So no, Lindsey Graham, we ain't healing anything. We're not, not going to impeach him because it is healing. No, we are going to impeach him because it's the right thing to do to deter the next idiot that you, the Republicans, will raise up. I read a report on NBC News this morning. This is everything that is wrong with this country. Elevating this domestic terrorist, this realtor from, from Texas, elevating her and giving her a platform to espouse her fake rhetoric. And she said that she was invited to the Capitol by the president based on what he said. She's not talking about all the instances that federal officers found, all the deleted videos that she posted in which she said she was going to storm the effing capital and it was going to be 1776 and all that kind of stuff all over again. The Republican Party is the party that did this. You all thought this was cute. You thought, wow, 75 million people. Trump brought out the worst in us. These are people who have been dissatisfied for decades because they have been left behind economically by policies of the Republican Party. Policies started by Reaganomics, who favored the rich and not the poor, changing the tax code, meaning people took home less money and less money. Goods and services became more expensive to acquire, where salaries and wages have not increased at the rate of inflation. How did you expect these people were never going to rise up? It was only a matter of time. Here comes Trump. 
it's not a coup in the in the traditional sense of the coup because it was not organizedly executed, but he still had his people in place. They just missed the boat. By the grace of God, we're all still here. By the grace of God, we didn't lose our whole democracy. By the grace of God, we didn't lose what we value the most, our country, our freedom. And up until this morning at the time of recording this broadcast, today is Martin Luther King Day. Up until this morning, do you know that they're still planning? Still planning to take action on Inauguration Day. Why? In support of Donald Trump, a man who does not even care. First of all, Trump cares about nobody else except the people named Trump. He doesn't care about anybody else. You mean nothing to him. You're nothing to him. But he has convinced you and convinced a certain group of people that he does. And that group of people who have been radicalized to the extreme, who are now radical extremists, who, by the way, are not black and brown, who are white, that group of people are now sitting there saying, we can't just let this go away. Donald Trump brought the genie out of the box. I know you can't get the genie. You know what is especially significant about this is what? That Trump is what? A rich man. Trump is a rich man who has never had anything to do with people like these. No, because he was rich. He didn't care about stuff like this. For him to step out of his mold of being rich, and privilege to appeal to this group of people is a study in personalities and cultism. It kind of all brings us back. I think we all need to go back and read about Jim Jones. Everybody remember Jim Jones taking people down to Georgetown and making them drink the Kool-Aid? That's kind of what this is evocative of. It's some of the craziest stuff you've ever heard because it makes you wonder. You have to say to yourself, wait just a minute. What happened here? There was an insurrection on January 6, 2021, spurred on, promoted by, and funded by the Republican Party. We have a sitting Supreme Court justice whose wife sent 80 buses. She funded 80 buses to go to the, Repu- to go to the Capitol to take America back. Take America back from what? Mike Pence was in the building. He's the vice president. He's in the building. So tell me again, what was he taking? What were they taking back? <laughs> because Pence said he could not break the law. Mike Pence had nothing to do with the Constitution. He could, he really had no choice. He couldn't say, well, as Mike Pence, the vice president, I can over. No, the Constitution is written the way it is written. The votes were already counted by the states. The only objection that the Republican Party has to the votes is because the votes that declared Biden, the winner, were voted in by black and brown people all over the country. So black and brown people in Milwaukee, in Detroit, in Philly and Pittsburgh, uh, in Nevada and Arizona, those are the people whom you want to disenfranchise. It's, It's already gone the other way. And now it's time for Ted Cruz, who was boldly objecting to the the votes in Arizona. Imagine that. Ted Cruz. Trump called his wife ugly right to his face. And he doesn't have enough spine 
to stand up against him. Sometimes I wonder if Trump has pictures of you all. Is that why you are all still bootlicking him? Mitch McConnell has reportedly said that he will never speak to Trump again. And I'm like, that means nothing to me. Because you spoke to Trump all the other times when he had children in cages, when he authorized that a doctor would go into a clinic where immigrant women are, and he would perform hysterectomies on them. You all were there when he sent federal officers into the Capitol during the summer. You all were there when he sent federal officers into Portland, Oregon. You all were there when California was burning on fire in the summer and Trump would not lift a thing. You all were there when he left the Paris Accord. You all were there at all the atrocities that this man has done. The Republican Party did this, and you need to own it. You sat back and created nonprofits. Everybody who went to the Capitol is now responsible for this. They're all Republicans. And frankly, they're all now jumping aside to say, well, I didn't say that. That's not what I said. And that's not what we meant. Why? Because there is going to be payback. And it looks bad. Oh, in retrospect. Can I just ask you something? If you have that much retrospective feelings, how do you feel about slavery? How do you feel about racism? Do you think retrospectively that slavery is bad and uh, and say and racism is bad? Since you're all in your feelings now and being retrospective, that you should not have gone to the Capitol on January 6th. The Republican Party did this. These were not just people who came out of the hills. These were lawyers, doctors, people who ran insurance companies. These were bankers. These were police officers, active and inactive. These were former military. Y'all did this. The Republican Party did this. The Republican Party is responsible for the January 6th riot. Maybe Biden is being a nice guy because it's a crucial time and it's transitioning. And by nature, he's not a Donald Trump, so he doesn't scoff at people or insult people. And he has known Mike Pence a long time. And he has known Mitch McConnell a long time, too. You all let the dogs out. Imagine that. And now there's a breaking news that the west front of the Capitol evacuated after external security threat. Y'all love this? The Republican Party is responsible. Let me just tell you right now. Anything that happens between now and the inauguration on January 20th, anything that happens, the Republican Party is responsible for that. Anything that happens in D.C., in Lansing, in Sacramento, anything that happens in Wisconsin, anything that happens anywhere in this country between now and then and afterwards, the Republican Party is responsible for that. Yes, party of Lincoln, the party of conservatism. Where did the conservatives go? You, They left. Because this no longer resembles a Republican Party that they grew up with or they identify with. Josh Hawley fist bumping the rioters and then walking into the Capitol building. The congressman from Oregon who opened the side door to let them in. They're all Republicans. 
They're all Republicans. Lauren Bubbert is a Republican. Yes, she ran on the Republican ticket. Spouting conspiracy theories. And Donald Trump said she's fine. Nothing wrong with her. Because these are his supporters. That's Republicanism. 20th century, 21st century style. That's Republicanism. In the era, I, I just wonder when people like Mitch McConnell, when people like Mitch McConnell look at their legacy, he's been in the Senate for over 35 years. When he looks at the end of his reign, because he's had a stranglehold, like literally a stranglehold on power. The United States Senate is the most, uh, I would say, is the most powerful legislative body in the world. I do agree with that. And Mitch McConnell has had it wrapped around himself for 35 years, shrouded in power. He just couldn't let it go. But I just want to ask this question, though. Where was all that power when Black Lives Matter protesters were protesting? Where was this energy to call for healing? I didn't hear any of you guys calling for healing. There was no healing thought. There were no healing mechanisms. There were no, let's build a bridge to our black uh, brothers and sisters and, and bring, no, there was no healing. So now all of a sudden, because some white people went and stormed the Capitol, now you want healing. Sit down, sit yourselves down. Sit yourselves down. And now we have an inauguration coming and the threat is not external. The threat is not coming from overseas where you can say, okay, let's go take out a country because they're brown people. No, the threat is right here within. Imagine that. We're imploding from within. We're imploding from within because what? Because we did this to ourselves. You know why the Republican Party is responsible? You've been the party, according to Mitch McConnell, that has been the most powerful legislative body in the world. So you've been legislating on economic policies that have disenfranchised many of your, your followers. So they show, so you are totally culpable and responsible for this. I can't get no answer. I can't get no help in here. I'm not backing off because the truth is the truth. We now have Washington looking like a military fortress because of the Republican Party, because the Republican Party decided that they were going to put someone in power whom they knew had questionable morals and questionable loyalties. Did you guys ever do a loyalty test and found out that this guy was never loyal to anything American? He was loyal only to himself. Right now, he's negotiating people with people who are paying money to get a pardon. We got to put some checks and balances in place around the power of a president because he, you, you, you left it up to the goodness of someone. And you find out that people are inherently not good. People are paying tens of thousands of dollars so they can be moved up a pardon list. This guy plans to pardon a hundred people. So he's making money off it. How disgusted should you be? The Republican Party did this. Right now, they're vetting the FBI. 
based on information that they have, is vetting National Guardsmen because they don't trust them. Imagine that. The Republican Party did this. This is not the party of Donald Trump. This is the party that was born more than 100 years ago. It predates Donald Trump. The arrogance of, this, of these people to think that in four years they owned this because they got excited about the power they were exposed to. We got to put checks and balances in. We can't just let some guy come along who will run away with charging people to get a pardon. Like people were not going to talk about this. Like people were never going to say anything. It makes you wonder what other deals. We got to put checks and balances in when he can have somebody like the My Pillow guy as his advisor. We got to put checks and balances in. No, they're evacuating parts of the Capitol because of an external security threat, because even the FBI has no confidence in some of the people who are at the, who are the National Guard. Are you hearing me? On January 6th, journalists and law enforcement were under attack by people who say they're Republicans. I just want you all to remember that. That's something none of us should remember. I said journalists and people who are, and the security forces were under attack by people who say they're Republicans. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and Mike Prince had to run for their lives by people who say that they were Republican. That's the thing that we need to remember. The Republican Party is solely responsible for this, and they need to, they need to own it. Lindsey Graham needs to sit down. Remember, it was also Lindsey Graham who called the Georgia Secretary of State to tell him to change the votes from Georgia to favor Trump. Lindsey Graham did that. That was the Republican Party. Why would Lindsey Graham pick up the phone and do that unless he had the blessing of the Republican Party? People don't act in a vacuum. People know that they have certain people who will back them up. So even if it wasn't Mitch McConnell who said, well, Lindsay, I think you should call Ravensburger and tell him that. But Lindsay knew that if he did that, he would still get the backing of the certain people, right? So he felt empowered to do so. I don't even care how it looks to the rest of the world because the rest of the world isn't perfect. The rest of the world has their issues. So I don't care about it. I mean, democracy is always under attack because people don't like freedom, right? There are some people who like restrictions on freedom. So I'm not one of those persons who is like, oh my God, we have lost standing in the world. I don't care about the rest of the world. The rest of the world is as jacked up as anything. Just a few weeks ago, just a few years ago, Macron in France came to power because the the, the, the people who, other people who were coming in were worse than him. <laughs> so I don't care about the rest of the world. Just a few years ago, uh, Britain had a big problem with Brexit. They almost went to war amongst themselves. So I don't care how the rest of the world sees it. As far as I can see, democracy will always be under attack because there are some people who don't like people having freedom. Just like here in America, there are some white people who are no ter- the domestic terrorists. That's who they are. They don't like the fact that black people are able to vote for a leader whom they believe in. So there are always people who don't like freedom. 
So democracy now and into the future will always be under attack. I don't know that the American system and the way the American society is structured can ever function under any other system but the current one. I don't know, that because the country is too big, you'd have to have troops, you'd have to become like Russia and China, where you have more soldiers than you have people. And so you would have to have more people, more soldiers, more, you know, more soldiers than people at every stop. I don't know that that's how this is, this, I don't know that America is designed that way. Because first of all, people will get bored. Americans are notorious for their attention switching every 20 seconds. So people would get bored after a while, like, yeah, guys out there trying something, but uh, okay, I want to go back to watching TV right now. Can we go back to having a beer and watching some football? Are you hearing me? So I don't know that I'm particularly worried. What I am worried about is some guy seizing power and believing that he has to have power and then the rest of us will have to go challenge him because they love the power so much. But by that very same token, he won't have any more power because other countries, the reason we are powerful is because other countries too are willing to accept our place in the world. They can talk a good talk, but essentially they're not going to pull anything because if America really wants to do something about these other people, a lot of countries will be glad. For instance, if America were to pull out of Europe and pull our military bases out of Turkey and Germany and all over Europe where they are, guess what would happen? Russia and China would come marching right in. Do you see what I'm saying? So I don't know that the American system, the way that it was designed, is, is can I don't know that America can function any other way but the way it is designed. I think Trump was essentially stupid and to have thought that he could have changed it overnight. That's what he sought to do. He thought he could have changed it overnight to favor himself. And then at the end of his 12-year reign, then he would appoint his son to continue it into perpetuity. But you would have a banana Republican. You would not have a country with the status that America has, with the power and the economics that it has. People, you see what I'm saying? People don't think things through. Because that's, by doing that into perpetuity, enlarging your reign and strengthening your reign into perpetuity, you undermine the very pillar of our democracy, which is our military and economic might. We're strong because of our economy. That's what gave us. We have more money than anybody else. So we can dictate uh, rates. Uh, interest rates throughout the world, through the IMF and through the World Bank. Make no mistake about it, Frank can posture all at once. We still are the big dogs when it, when all the dogs show up. Who has the biggest dog? We still do. We bark, others whistle. You see what I'm saying? So we bark and the others just have a dog whistle, but we just bark. One bark, whoop. And everybody says, okay, we'll just stand over here. The Republican Party is responsible for dissembling what happened. The Republican Party destroyed what we fundamentally believed in, the sanctity and the, and the, 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 the authority of the U.S. Capitol. We believed in the Constitution. We believe that the Constitution works and it guides. And that that's the document that keeps us and holds us together. Yes, we democracy is always fragile. 
Make no mistake about it. It's fragile because it is the nature of men to be authoritarian. Trust me on that. It is the nature of one guy to always want to be the only guy. It's like a girl meets a guy. And after a while, you know, he likes her so much, he doesn't want any other guy to talk to her. It's the same thing. It's the nature of of people who have power to always want to perpetuate their power and continue the power. So we always have to be on guard when it comes to democracy. We always have to watch our democracy. Yes, we should always be vigilant. This situation has is going to cause us to be more vigilant, and we're going to have to examine the stop gaps and the the checks and balances that were in place, that maybe there need to be more checks and balances, that the unchecked power that we gave to a man named Trump caused us to do this, but the unchecked power also came from the Republican Party, who should have reined him in. Barack Obama could not do everything he wanted to do. Bill Clinton couldn't do everything he wanted to do because they were reined in by their respective parties. But somehow the Republican Party took a hike and took a vacation and said, well, let Trump do whatever he wants to do because he gives us the power of the government. You you played with the devil and smiled with the devil. And now the devil is laughing right back at you. You got to own it. Own it. You did it. Where is the Republican Party split into many sections? Remember when they were talking about the Democrats, all the Democrats are split into the progressives and there is the Bernie Sanders part of it. And they made whole stories about the Bernie Sanders part of it and uh, the Elizabeth Warren part and the, uh, the squad part and traditional Democrats, this and that. You know what you found out at the end of the day when it came to rallying around somebody to overturn uh, Trump, they all came together. I think the Republican Party has lost its center. You know why? Because a lot of Republicans right now, people who are traditional Republicans, are sitting down having a cup of coffee and a glass of wine and are redefining what it means to be a Republican. They're looking at what happened at the Capitol, not as a catalyst, meaning that it could happen. If all other state capitals are under attack, people are sitting there saying this could literally happen. And they're redefining what they think is Republican. Now, they're the ones who are going to go back and say, the next time we're going to choose a guy to run, we have to look into his background. We're going to have to vet him and interview him. We can't just take someone who is popular and rise up a crowd. See, that was the mistake that Mitch McConnell and the establishment Republicans did. They looked at Barack Obama's oratorical skills. And took it that that's because that's what made his personality. No, actually, Barack Obama was a constitution lawyer and a constitution law professor. He taught constitutional law. Yes, he did. He had been in the trenches from he was 25 after law school. So he was well vetted by the situation, vetted by the circumstances. But you looked at his ability to speak to the crowd and thought you could copy that and you looked for somebody who was equally charismatic, thinking that charisma was it. No, we liked Barack for what he represented. But there was also a genuine tone to the guy. You looked at him and you could see empathy because you could identify. He was not a con man. 
He was not a man who had touched women by grabbed women by the piece. He was not a man who engaged and hung out with human traffickers and people who had sex with children. He was just a guy who believed that he could be president irrespective of the color of his skin because that's the promise of America. But you chose a guy who is a billionaire, self-professed. They, there's no proof of it. So he lied in the first place. They warned you all that his lies. Didn't we warn you? From the very beginning, he said he had the biggest inaugural crowd. That was a lie. One lie just built up on another, on another, on another. And you shut your eyes while he decimated the image of the United States government. You all sat back and watched Stephen Miller run away with writing executive orders. He could do anything. You literally did. Unchecked power. A man who had never studied government, never worked in government, had no idea how government is supposed to be for the people, by the people, and of the people. That didn't mean anything to him. A man who, in the, in the, just look at the pandemic, for God's sake. He had super spreader events. He would have rallies and told people not to wear a mask in the midst of a pandemic that has killed over 400,000 people. The Republican Party is responsible for that. You sat back and let Donald Trump not do anything about the pandemic, and 400,000 people have died. You are responsible for that. You sat back and let over 30 million people go without jobs, close small businesses, and millions of people are homeless and have been evicted. You did that. The Republican Party sat back while Donald Trump lied to his teeth in front of us and said he ordered vaccines, and we found out there are no reserves of vaccines to distribute to the remaining states who didn't get it the first rollout. The Republican Party did that. Still want to talk about you being the party of the people? I don't think so. Still want to talk about you being the party of Lincoln? I don't think so. Almost 400,000 people have died. The Republican Party did that. For some reason, that is lost on Lindsey Graham, who is still golfing with Donald Trump. That is so lost. See, there's some things I'm not worried about. Like, you know, they say Trump appointing people in certain places. Well, anybody who has ever run any organization know how you can treat people like that. You just reassign them, give them something to do until they get the message and they leave involuntarily. Or you set them up and they leave. That's just how that's going to work. Nobody is afraid of that. Putting people, all his executive orders are going to be overturned anyway. The Republican Party sat back and watched Donald Trump write an executive order in the summer after the Black Lives Matter protest that said that anybody who threatened or touched a historic monument, even the Confederate one, would get an automatic 10 years in jail. The Republican Party did that. The Republican Party sat back and let Donald Trump not institute and not implement a national mask mandate. The Republican Party did that. And now over 400,000 
of our people have died, not from a war, not from hunger, <laughs> wartime activities, have died because of a virus. The Republican Party did that. Yes, you placed Donald Trump. Donald Trump did not run as an independent. He ran as a Republican. The Republican Party gathered around Trump and had one long Washington party. It was a party all day in Washington. They were consumed with power. He appointed people who had no experience in leadership nor in the fields that he appointed them in. They had no job experience. Their only requirement was to be loyal to Trump. That was their requirement for a job. And the Republican Party sat back and let it happen. So now you're all sitting there worried about your lives and whether you should attend an inauguration. And how long are you going to keep the National Guard out of the Capitol? We aren't talking about that because we're afraid to explore that. Y'all realize this? We're afraid to explore what happens after the inauguration. The inauguration is an event. It's one day for a couple of hours, maybe two, three hours. What is going to happen after the inauguration? Are we going to keep the National Guard around the Capitol into perpetuity because of fear of domestic terrorists storming the Capitol? Are we going to keep the fencing around the Capitol into perpetuity? The Republican Party did that. What about the 50 state capitals? I have gone to the Michigan Capitol. I have been on the floor of the Michigan Capitol. I have been in the Senate chambers talking about uh, 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 human trafficking. So let me ask you, I am now, I'm a member of the public. I can't go back into the Michigan Capitol. I have been on the steps of the Michigan Capitol. I have gone into those revered chambers feeling empowered because this is a symbol of our democratic rights and feeling like a part of history has taken place. And you're telling me that that will no longer happen into perpetuity because one man radicalized, running on the Republican ticket, radicalized a group of people. I just want to say the Republican Party never stopped Donald Trump and never told him to stop lying about the election results. If Lindsey Graham, part of the Republican establishment, called the Georgia Secretary of State to overturn the elections, that tells you that the Republican establishment was very much behind Trump. This same Republican Party is sitting back as Trump prepares to pardon 100 people. Are you hearing me? 100 people. He has time to sit down and sign 100 papers. It's the craziest thing I have ever heard. But this one thing I know, the Republican Party is responsible for the decimation of the standard bearer of American democracy. And I just want to ask, since Mitch McConnell won an election, he was on the same ticket as Trump and Lindsey Graham. How is it that you never question the legitimacy of your own election? How is it that you never told Trump to sit down? Or even if you wanted to, you didn't go to the media and say, you know what, I did tell him, you didn't go to the public 
to whom you owe an office to and an oath to. You didn't go to the public and say, I did tell him not to say anything, but he's the president. I can't, I can't, I can't do anything. I can't wait for this to go away. I, I, th- these last 48 hours, the next 48 hours, I tell you, are going to be a tremendous burden on my psyche. I cannot wait for this period to end. I hope it never comes back. I hope the Republican Party will get some sense and some perspective of where they need to be and of what is required of them, that you can't just select a person because they rile up a crowd. The Democrats did not select Barack Obama because he riled up a crowd. They selected him because he has some sense. If anything, this has proven for me these last four years is there is a marked distinction between Republican and, and, and the Democrats. I never thought the Democrats would be the party to save American democracy. They were always pictured and pivoted as the party who is far left, they're liberal, they promote socialist ideas. And at the very end of it, they were the party that was defending American democracy while the Republican Party was gone was deficient in leadership and derelict in their duty. I just never thought that could ever happen. I don't know about you. And I'm going to ask right now that the Republican Party, if you can't come back to your senses, you need to come and say that we have done a disservice to the American people. You need to come and say, we did something wrong. Trump is gone, but the Republican Party and the ideals you stand on are not gone. You need to come and say that. That's my story. This is Harriet Kamek with Down to Earth. This is as down to earth as I can get. I am so disappointed that the Republican Party was derelict in its duty. I'm so disappointed that you fostered an environment in which People could storm the, 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 the parliament. People could storm the capital and could have killed so many others. This is as down to earth as I can get. Thanks so much, everybody, for joining on this momentous day as we celebrate the legacy and the life of Dr. Martin Luther King. Be blessed, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.